Hello and welcome to the Conservative Crusader. My name is GOP Josh. Thank you for tuning in. Fighting for faith, family, and freedom on the front lines of the America First movement. You can follow me on Twitter, GOP Josh 20. I'm trying to be more active on Getter, so you can follow me on Getter. I think my username over there is just at GOP Josh. Pretty perfect. And I'm with you today. Glad to be with you today. But someone who is not with their audience today, or yesterday, or the day after that, or whenever, is Chris Cuomo. The downfall of the Cuomo brothers. And I'm here for it. CNN indefinitely suspends Chris Cuomo after documents reveal he dug dirt on his brother's accusers. CNN has indefinitely suspended its star primetime anchor Chris Cuomo after new documents revealed this week that he leaned on his media sources to help unearth dirt about the foes of his brother, former New York Governor Andrew Cuomo. The New York Attorney General's office released transcripts and uh, exhibits Monday that shed new lights on Chris Cuomo's involvement in his brother's defense. The documents, which are not a preview to, their private, to before their private release, raised serious questions, a CNN spokesperson said in a statement Tuesday evening. The cable network said it would conduct a thorough review on the anchor's conduct in the following days. When Chris admitted to us that he had offered advice to his brother's staff, he broke our rules and acknowledged that publicly. He also appreciated the unique position he was in and understood he needed to put family first and his job second. These documents proved to a greater level of involvement in his brother's efforts that we previously known. As a result, we have suspended Chris indefinitely, pending further evaluation. The downfall of the Cuomo brothers. Now, I, I, I never want someone that I disagree with politically to fall down. But when you kill thousands of people in nursing homes, and you go on a TV show and laugh about your brother's big nose and big ears, that's when I draw the line. Lives were lost because of Chris Cuomo and Andrew Cuomo. So if they lose their job, you know, it's not the worst thing. They're millionaires anyway. They don't need a job. Two people familiar with the situation said that while CNN doesn't want to prolong the matter, Chris Cuomo deserves due process and the opportunity to respond to the most recent revelations. The people with knowledge in the situation said CNN boss Jeff Zucker has felt serious heat from infuriated talent, including Jake Tapper, over the last 24 hours and acted to yank Cuomo off the air while the review was carried out. Another CNN insider told Daily Beast that Cuomo had been inc- incredibly unpopular among network staffers and fellow hosts. I don't know anyone who likes him. He was surviving because it didn't make Zucker look bad. Now it is. A senior journalist who work, who used to work for Zucker told the Daily Beast. That's who this article is by. Daily Beast's Lachlan Cartwright, editor-at-large of the Daily Beast. Okay. So to, to analyze this story a little farther, from what I'm gathering, from what I can see, is that Chris Cuomo used his media sources that he has to figure out what's going to happen in the investigation against his brother when it came to what the accusers were going to do. Just kind of being... Snobby using his his job to help his brother, which family first, I understand, but that's a little far. So Chris Cuomo may not be on air anymore on CNN. You know, he, he may go down to, what is MSNBC rating? Cable news ratings. Let's see if I can find this. Oh, MSNBC is actually above. Oh, never mind. Okay. 
He may go down to number three MSDNC. He'd be pretty fitting over there. You never know. I, I don't want to pray for him to fall down on his, pray for his downfall, as they say. But, you know, if Chris Cuomo is off the air, it, it may just be better. I don't want anyone to be canceled. But when you're breaking policy and you're breaking, I don't know if it's breaking the law or not, but when you're breaking policy and using work for personal reasons, maybe you shouldn't be employed by that company anymore. And before you go any farther, I do want to say that I am praying for the people in Michigan whose lives were lost in that school shooting and who was injured in that school shooting. Uh, I, I don't know the proper way to fit a, a a school shooting into not only the program, but how to cover it. I haven't had to do that yet. So I'm not going to go completely into detail on this or read any articles about it. I'm just going to offer my condolences and point you towards other media sources who may cover it. That's why I always lay out my sources for the show, because I do want you to know where I'm getting my information and where you can get information from to learn more than just what I'm talking about. Because I don't want to be your main, I don't want you to have one source for information, and that's my show. I want it to be, I, I want to make you think about certain things while also having your own opinions and your own beliefs. So, um, prayers for them, and let's move on with the show. Dr. Oz. I don't know a lot about Dr. Oz. I, I was never a big fan of the Dr. Oz show. I never really watched daytime television. But, you know, he's running for Senate, and he seems pretty based. We're going we're gonna to play his, his one-minute announcement video uh, play clip. My parents came to America to find a better life, and they did. I attended great universities, raised a family, and became a successful surgeon. I invented a heart valve that saves thousands of lives. Then I started a TV show to advocate for you taking control of your health and took on the medical establishment to argue against costly drugs and skyrocketing medical bills. But COVID has shown us that our system is broken. We lost too many lives, too many jobs, and too many opportunities because Washington got it wrong. They took away our freedom without making us safer and tried to kill our spirit and our dignity. As a heart surgeon, I know how precious life is. Pennsylvania needs a conservative who will put America first. He said it. He said the words. He said America first. He said it. I'm, I'm replaying that. Pennsylvania needs a conservative who will put America first. Pennsylvania needs a conservative who will put America first. Night our divine spark. Bravely fight for freedom and tell it like it is. That's why I'm running for Senate. I'm Dr. Oz, and I approve this message. So I feel like we're in a fever dream. I think I'm using that word right. I don't know for me. If there's a day that I never type, describe vivid dreams in your body temperatures elevated, okay, maybe not. Okay, that's wrong. I feel like we're just in a dream. Dr. Oz is the last person on daytime television I would expect to run for office. Joy Bashir. Even Dr. Phil, those are the only people I know on daytime television, that I would expect to run for office before Dr. Oz. And his policy is pretty good. Like, I don't see much that I disagree with, if anything, on here. So I'm going to read his vision for Pennsylvania. Politicians in both parties have failed to provide a vision for America that is worthy of the people they seek to represent. They're too focused on their own re-elections 
or the platitudes rather than offering cures to America's sickness. Surgeons keep their priorities straight and always protect their patients first with competent delivery of the best approaches. Dr. Oz seeks to rebuild the middle layers of society, institutions like family and community that have been followed out by failed policies, narrow thinking, and toxic culture wars. He knows that no government can substitute for dignity of work, the security of health care, and the spiritual support of our family. It all starts with you. Dr. Oz has advocated for better for decades that we, the people, are empowered to change our lives for the better. We can recognize as a nation that the choices we make are about what we eat affect the cost of our health care. The easier we make it to get a job means fewer people are dependent on government. Telling people to seek the bare minimum rather than aspiring for greatness leads to an ever-growing chasm between those left behind and the elites who are all too happy to tell you how to live your life. Whether it's modernizing healthcare so it's more affordable and accessible, fighting for more school choice for all Americans, protecting us by securing our borders and stopping illegal immigration, telling us about corporate America like how pharmaceutical companies charge too much for prescription drugs, or making sure people know the truth about COVID. Dr. Oz is fundamentally promising to help relight the divine spark inside of every American and empower us to live better lives. Hold on, I have applause. Why did I clap myself? Okay. Let's get in let, let's get into this platform. So they have these like slidey cards. It looks cool. DrOz.com, D-O-C-T-O-R-Oz.com slash issues if you want to follow along. Response to COVID-19. Dr. Oz knows the truth, the data, and the science about combating COVID and understands how it really affects you and your family. Okay, that doesn't give us any policy position. As a doctor, Oz has seen the inside of the massive healthcare industrial complex and knows how to work with lobbyists and powerful special interests to protect it. Ooh. I haven't heard a politician talk about working with lobbyists. That's unique. And using that word is going to hurt his campaign because I hear people say, oh, no, lobbyists, we're not going to vote for that guy if he if he supports lobbying. Grow our economy. Let's see here. President Biden's reckless spending has led to inflation, increasing the prices of gas of everything or prices of everything from gas to groceries. His shutdowns and failed economic policies have disrupted our supply chains. So True. Restore our faith. Dr. Oz has given back. He founded Health Corps, which provides health education and mentoring to underserved communities. I don't know what that means by faith. Stop illegal immigration. In order to do that, we need to have a secure border with a barrier. Build the wall. Build that wall. He's a successful heart surgeon. He has literally held a beating heart in his hands. He knows how precious life is, and it is 100% pro-life. Dr. Oz believes that a good education is fundamental to a better future, but he believes we need to fundamentally change the way we approach education in this country. So true! Has trained at the Philadelphia VA hospital and worked with veterans. He has seen firsthand the sacrifices made by our men and women in uniform. Dr. Oz believes the United States has failed to respond to the global Chinese threat. Based. Based, 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 based. Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. Where is the Dr. Oz of Ohio? 
Where is the Dr. Oz running for Senate in Ohio? Why is he not running for Senate in Ohio? He doesn't live in Pennsylvania either. Wow. Today, America's heartbeat is in a code red in need of a defibrillator. 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 I don't know how you pronounce that word. I don't know how to pronounce things. It's very bad to be a host and you don't know how to talk. To shock it back to life. Many of us feel like we're in the adjacent operating room, armed with insights and already scrubbed up, but reluctant to leave our quiet, serene setting for the chaos next door. But for me, stepping into the political arena is the right thing to do. In our time of need, we want to be surrounded by people of action more than armchair, armchair intellectuals, because a great surgeon never censors idea and never shuts off the light that shines our wounds, which is what happened while our nation battled the pandemic. Oh my. Oh my. I have not heard this much truth from a politician in a long time. Okay. I don't endorse an out-of-state race. You've heard me say this many times. But Parnell is out of the race. Sean Parnell is out of the race. So who is better right now? Send an email. Send an email right now. Go to your phone. Be ready. Josh at GOPjosh.com. Who is better for the state of Pennsylvania than Dr. Oz? Who is better for the state of Pennsylvania than Dr. Oz? If you want to send a voice message instead, anchor.fm slash the conservative crusader. Anchor, A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M, F-M, slash the conservative crusader with no spaces, the name of the podcast. Send in a voice message. Who is better for the state of Pennsylvania than Dr. Dr. Oz? Now, I'm not endorsing. I'm just stating the facts. Okay. We've gone through Dr. Oz. So we're just going to, um, we're going to go to more news after the break. So stay right here and stay tuned. Welcome back. This is the Conservative Crusader. Thank you for tuning in today. So, let's get into Christmas decorations. Uh, one thing I haven't covered on the show before is Christmas decorations. What 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 does Joe Biden teach? I thought she was like a preschool teacher, but I don't think that's right. High school. She's a high school teacher. So the way that her White House decorations look. It looks like she's teaching high school. And she has like a $20 budget or so. But obviously upscaled for the White House. Like a, like a $2,000 budget. And it's... It, she didn't... Didn't seem to work. It doesn't seem to work. Some of it is fine. Some of it is 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 traditional Christmas. But blue and orange balloons sticking on a window, but not obviously, they look so much like balloons, it's obvious if that's what they are. 
it's just not good. So you have to see the pictures for yourself. I'm sure you can just search Jill Biden Christmas decorations online. But this is an objective journalist for the Washington Post. A warmer, simpler vibe. The light, sound, and smell of wood fires burning the green and red rooms were just the first sign of the intimacy Joe Biden sought for the White House holiday decorations this year. The Bidens, it turned out, loved to spend a cozy night in America's home, welcoming, war- warming up by a crackling fireplace. The White House has 28 of them. The First Lady chose its theme, Gifts from the Heart, which each room decorated in its own mini theme, including the gift of family and the gift of service, which is dedicated to the military, frontline workers, and first responders. Gone are Melania Trump's imposing and sometimes scary, some said scary, blood red trees in the East Collindale from 2018, which late night TV host Jimmy Fallon likened to Christmas in th- that place down under. Okay. Um, Melania, you know, you think I'd be prepared for this, but I, I, I'm never completely prepared. Blood red trees. I'm not the biggest fan of those. They aren't bad. They're not my favorite. They are kind of omnious. If that's what she put around the entire house, maybe I'd I'd say different. They don't look bad. I'm not completely against them. Gone are the dozens of life-size snow people wearing scarves and hats in the First Lady's Garden, installed by Michelle Obama in 2015, moved inside in 2016, President Barack Obama told People's Magazine they reminded him of a horror movie. Horror movie. That is a whole kind of Chucky element to them, he said. They are a little creepy. Joe Biden's first foray into holiday decorating at the White House was not glitzy or opulent, but rather an enhanced version of how many Americans' families decorate their homes with lots of candles and twinkling lights. Twinkling lights. But it's not Christmas as usual here. Public tours of the White House are still canceled, of course. Biden has been working on Christmas decorations since late May, the White House Social Secretary said. Biden carried over many of the traditions of other first families. The Marine Corps played such of Christmas songs as the First Noel in O Little Town of Bethlehem, outside the entrance to the East Wing, which is decorated with a towering arch of huge red boxes tied with ribbons. That's what I dislike the most, is the entrance to the East Wing. Then guests were escorted through a hallway filled with framed photos of the first family, including Joe Biden receiving the White House Christmas tree last week. The official 2021 gingerbread house, a favorite every year, is made with a theme of gratitude for the country's first line workers, frontline workers. She wanted to help highlight the people that have gone, gotten us through the pandemic and that we're still in. The display featured eight community buildings, such as a hospital, a fire station, and a schoolhouse. Adjoining a huge replica of the White House, which is just like the real thing, has wreaths hanging in most of the outside windows. Five people worked on the 350-pound house for several weeks. During the tour of the decoration Sunday afternoon, Biden placed the final touch. A gingerbread school teacher holding an English grade book and an apple-filled satchel, satchel reading number one teacher. An English teacher holding an English book with a number one teacher ribbon. Doesn't that, doesn't that say how self-obsessed Jill Biden is? Look at me, I'm the number one teacher. I'm going to put myself outside the White House. Look at this. Christmas is I, I'm I'm shocked. Let me backtrack. I'm I'm shocked that they have Christmas decorations at the White House anymore. I mean, think about it. 
if you say Merry Christmas, you're considered a racist because not everyone celebrates Christmas. Christmas has become such a monetary holiday that people are saying Christmas will have to be canceled because of the supply chain, the supply chain shortages. Christmas is not about what you get or who gives it to you. It is about celebrating the life, the birth of Jesus Christ. It is about spending time with family and appreciating how lucky you are to not only live, but live in this great nation and and live in the world where you have the freedom to say what you want to say. You have the freedom to celebrate what you want to celebrate. That is what it is about. It is not about what gift you can receive. It is not about... How do I word this? It is not about politics. It is not about anything. And I'm not going to say that I dislike her decorations because she's a Democrat or her husband is a Democrat. I'm going to say I dislike her decorations because I I don't like her decorations. And I think that's a pretty fair thing to say because the decorations I personally believe are not the greatest. They're not bad, but they're not the greatest. But decorations are nice. But it's not, it shouldn't be the biggest focus during the Christmas season. I don't like her decorations but I'm not in that position to fix them. So I'm going to just wish the Bidens a Merry Christmas and go on my merry little way. So Merry Christmas, Jill Biden. Glad you like your decorations. America may not, but glad you like your decorations. And let's get into something more concerning. This is an actual clip from the White House yesterday, just after... Yesterday's episode came out. There's an actual clip from the White House. All right. Here we go. Men title. Well, I'm not going to read it all. Just sign it. Did I hear that correctly? The president of the United States said, I'm not going to read it all. I'm just going to sign it. He does not know what he is signing. He grabbed a folder, put his pen on it, and signed it. I'm not going to read it all. I'm just going to sign it. If you think that he is not a puppet for whoever is controlling him, I don't know how you don't. He literally said, he he literally said, I'm not going to read it all. I'm just going to sign it. That is scary to me. Because who knows what what bill or what executive order someone could have just slipped on his desk. I mean, he, he's, he's unconscious half the time. Who knows what they could have slipped on his desk and, and just passed it off as just ever, any old bill. So the president just signs whatever gets to his desk. And I, I, I can't tell you the contents of the bill. I'm not really sure what the contents of the bill were. I, I, I can't find the name of the bill or what he signed. But I'm going to play that clip one more time because that is that is concerning. Let's just play it one more time. 
All right. Here we go. Men title. Well, I'm not going to read it all. I'll just sign it. I'm not going to read it all. I'm just going to sign it. All right. The President of the United States. I'm not going to read it all. I'm just going to sign it. I don't even know what to say. Any executive order could have been slipped underneath his his stack. And he would have signed it without knowing what it was. That is why me and a lot of other conservative pundits have spoke out so heavily against Joe Biden. Because we don't know what he's signing. He doesn't know what he's signing. And he's just going to go along and sign it anyways. So a little bit of update on what's going on today in the country. The Supreme Court is hearing a a, um, a lawsuit on Mississippi's abortion law banning abortion after 15 weeks. Uh, I will be covering that decision once it comes out. You can probably hear it anywhere you go online. I know if you go to supremecourt.gov, you can click on uh, live audio, I think. Yeah, live audio, click on there. And you can click play, and if I click play, um, seeing this there's the discussion live now. I'm not going to play that for ever because this has to be out by 11 a.m. But my name is GOP Josh. This has been the Conservative Crusader. Make sure you're following me on Twitter. My Twitter is GOP Josh 20. My Instagram is also GOP Josh 20. My website is GOPJosh.com. Make sure you, um, yeah, you follow me everywhere. And if you can, rate this podcast five stars on Apple Podcasts. It really helps other people find the show. Send a voice message to anchor.fm slash the conservative crusader. And we'll be back tomorrow with a brand new episode. My name is JP Josh. Stay tuned.